Super Bowl 57 is coming on, so we got plenty to talk about as the Chiefs reign supreme yet again. LeBron hits a milestone and pitchers and catchers report. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad and the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian B. We didn't get to watch the Super Bowl together. You, uh, Mr. Brown, had some extracurriculars with the family. You're back from the happiest place on earth. Maybe you can give a uh, a scathing review at the end of the show uh, for Disney World. So we didn't get to watch the Super Bowl together, but you all did get to watch, correct? Yeah, I got to watch it from my hotel. And the, the part that killed me was I, was I had my fish fry on the uh, Sunday before the Super Bowl, okay, with uh, some people came over. And it just clicked at that point that I was going to be gone for the Super Bowl. And I, I realized my trip was coming up, but it didn't click. That was on, on the Super timing. Bowl. And I'm like, yeah. this sucks. This freaking sucks. <laughs> but anyways, so we got to watch it in the hotel. Took Was going to take a little dip in the hot tub, but then we ended up getting into the pool. But uh, anytime you're in a pool in February, you can't really complain too much. No, that, that's Outdoor cool. pool. probably the highlight of your trip. Probably. Uh, you know, <laughs> Biggie, you got, who'd you watch it with? I was just sitting at home watching it with the family. What about you? I did the same. Me and the kids sat and watched it, made some food, enjoyed uh, a little bit of Super Bowl finger foods. So as not having a rooting preference, it was a fun game to watch. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, you know, the I, I thought it was a great game. Like it was, it was back and forth. You had some big plays. I thought when the fumble by Jalen Hurts happened, I thought it was going to be over. Uh, I just thought the momentum swung. And we've seen Jalen Hurts not play well in big games uh, from college. Uh, so I was, I was like, oh, it's going to unravel. And dude stood tall, uh, hung in the game. They, they ended up jumping out on a lead. Kansas City comes back. They go up by seven. Philly answers the bell. It's got everything that you possibly want. Dude, Jalen Hurts balled out. The three best throws in that game were all Oh, his. that touchdown. The left dime, the one to uh, Goddard on the sideline. Oh, uh, where he's like the high ball. Yeah. yeah. Three best balls in that game. I was impressed. I, was, I mean, Travis Kelsey even made the point that he could have been the MVP of the game in a losing effort. Yeah. Uh, we don't like to do that uh, in any sport. But, uh, man, he uh, – you felt like he did everything because the running game Philly had wasn't really existent except for him. Uh, I guess neither was uh, Kansas City's for that part. It really just came down to we're going to throw the ball. You didn't times. expect Kansas City's to be there, though. No, but yeah. I, I mean, it's their best running running back is the McKinnon. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, and then you had the, the Pache- Pache- yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Draft pick. It's the year for seventh round rookies. It is. I mean, it's now or never, baby. Make your mark. But McKinnon's not a runner. He's a dump pass guy. Yeah, he makes the best thing. And you know, they they both of them kind of have that patchwork, uh, you know, backfield, which makes you wonder about teams like uh, the Cowboys who are spending all that money on their backfield. Maybe not the right way to go. So, like Saquon Barkley's up. It'll be interesting to see what happens for like a deal with him. But anyway, um, thoughts on the game overall? I, I felt like it, it was a great game. Hated the ending. Uh, do we want to get into that? I mean, it was it was a great game back and forth, and I feel like Vegas knew that <laughs> it the spread was going to be hard to pick uh, because they didn't. Uh, there was no clear cut favorite because so, it was a, what two and a half, right? And, but I, I ran a poll the day of the game and. There was hundreds of votes, and it was 51 to 49 Kansas City. That's how close it was. So 
no one really knew what was going to happen. I think it depended on everyone thought like Pat had two weeks to prepare and get his ankle right. And you could tell early on he was scrambling, but he looked a lot better than the AFC Championship yeah. game. Oh, he had that huge right at the end. Right. But no one really knew how to go because of the, the, the health well, of Pat. That Philly had the better roster. KC's got the best player. Right. Overall, Philly's a better team. Yeah. yeah. But, and, it, and it was down to the wire. And I'll tell you what, the we talk about, talk about MVPs and things like that. The, the furthest thing from the MVP was the damn field. Like, yeah, what was look, that? You see that thing they said they grew that for two years. It cost $800,000. <laughs> and then you had guys changing cleats after the first, second drive. It was horrible. How are you going to have a Super Bowl and not even have a good playing surf? Yeah. Right. Let's just go to Lambo. How did you well, test this out? Let's go back to the vet and play on concrete master turf. Make that make sense. It is you pay all this for like half <laughs> t- for like commercials. You pay what you pay, and we can't even get the the, the playing field right. Yeah, it made me think of this Super Bowl in San Francisco, Broncos, Panthers, and there's this famous clip. It's like a vine or whatever you call them, those six second deals. The left tackle for the Panthers gets pushed back with his feet planted in the ground. <laughs> this is on skates. Because yeah. the field was so bad. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. A pile of cleats there on the sideline. They showed up. They said it was like that. That's not a good look. Like, whatever company finally got the big bid, they're never getting that again. Like, you're done. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it's not a, a tale of a bad ending for a small business owner. But anyway. So, you know, the end of the game, everybody making a big deal about the uh, holding call. Two things. One, it was a hold. It was. He did admit to it, but it was the only defensive holding call enforced in the entire game. And when they show the other angle, you'll see the left tackle. I don't know what his name is for Kansas City. Has a hands to the face on the defensive end. That was missed. So, you call them both, it's offset. I feel like the media is doing the best they can to only show the photo from the, like, looking toward the end zone. Yeah. Because you can't tell he's point. You see the sideline photo, and he clearly has it. They keep showing that one, so everybody keeps talking about it. It's just the biggest pain in the ass. It didn't decide everything, but it was a huge, it was a call. It's kind of... Us, uh, uh, right? Like we just yeah. wanted to finish as a fan, and I feel like it—it it was a call that wasn't getting called all game, and then they called it there. And I think that's the way he answered it when the quote from uh, what's his name, Mayberry uh, or whatever, uh, did the hold. He's like, you know, it was a hold, but I, I was hoping they'd let it slide. Right. Which that's kind of implying they've been letting it slide, I think. Maybe not. Maybe I'm looking too much in. It's like, it's like speeding, right? Like almost everybody speeds. When you get caught, you're guilty. You just hope the cop pulls you over, isn't getting you for a 72 mile per hour and a 70. It needs to be 80, right? Yeah. So here's my thing. So it's it fed into this big conspiracy theory even more. Is the NFL scripted? That, that's the most so, frustrating. So my one. point is, I'm asking you to, if it is scripted, which it's not. Why? Wait, 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 you can't you can't answer the question before us. You're leaving the witness. <laughs> why would it be scripted towards Kansas City? But why, it's not. Why maybe. would Goodell want Kansas City to win? But it's not. So you could get those monster hogs afterwards. You see that video? He's tapping everybody up. He's picking D linemen up in barrel. I know, but That's why? Would he have not done that if Philly won? I can't explain no. what the Illuminati picks and why they do it. One of these players for the Chiefs is going to be president one day. It's clear. That's what it is? Yes. 
did the Simpsons say they had to win the Super Bowl or something? <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, but so there's no overwhelmingly reason that uh, Kansas City should have won for the fix. So, you know, the best story is one that has a good plot, and I, I don't know what the plot of the story for the Chiefs being the chosen ones is. I can't come up with that. You want to know why the Chiefs won the game? They go into halftime with 14.7 of it's off of uh, defense or uh, the fumble. Oh. Uh, uh, what I'm trying to say here, a scoop and score, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at halftime, they're down 24-14, but they've only had one good drive on offense. What happens? Andy Reid, one of the great offensive minds of our time, if not the best, goes in at halftime, makes some adjustments. Him and Eric Bieniemy, if you listen to him, they come out in the second half, they scored on every possession. The only one they didn't get a touchdown on was the last one where they settled for a field goal. So as much as we want to say that scripted this, that, and the other, give Andy Reid that they, offense. Uh, Let's go back two weeks in our time machine. I feel like you two kind of show over Andy Reid a little bit, saying he's underachiever. Now, two what, is this two Super Bowls now? I don't think Beating I, his old team. I, I would have to check the tape. I don't think we were necessarily. There's a, there's a commercial that shows this. Let's check the tape. <laughs> Throw the flag. Yeah. Um, I, well, I feel what like. saying was that for having been to uh, eight championship games, he had one Super Bowl to show for it. Yeah, like Hall of Fame coach. You know, I mean, I, that, never taken that from him. Yeah. But it, it's kind of it's kind of like the the Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh thing. And you know, if not for Brady, like what's Reed's kryptonite been? I think it's been not having good quarterbacks. Um, like I, I, I'm not well, trying to shit on McNabb, but like maybe McNabb would, would have been a spot. Shape the Super Bowl. He fucking puked in the Easy, T.O. Calm down, T.O. This is my quarterback. I'm playing on a broken leg. Oh, but like so, like maybe that's how magical he is. Maybe the only reason why that guy had a ten year career. Uh, and people are going to get mad at us for saying that, but like you know, he he was went he had the wherewithal to go draft Mahomes. He had Alex Smith, who who uh, was looking great. Like hey, Alex Smith at the time reminded me of like a Jimmy G type quarterback. He wouldn't lose the game, um, but he didn't I feel like he was crazy. a little better, a little bit better. Okay, I mean he's a little bit better, but to me, same type of mode. Right, right, right. So like he, but he saw something in Mahomes. You know well, that, that, that he, he that, didn't watch the West Virginia game. No, I would too. Uh, but <laughs> he saw something in Mahomes that other people didn't because he wasn't the first QB taken. Well, like, and like watching him in college, though, like I knew he was a gunslinger, but I didn't think he would ever be what we've witnessed in the NFL. No, because by this uh, age, compared to Brady, he's got better stats. Yeah, than we Brady got, we got, we got to get to that conversation. But go ahead, Biggie has well, a thought. His first five years started. What I was going to say is that uh, they they took him 11. Mitch Trubisky went ahead of him oh, and somebody wow. else. <laughs> well, he should have. Trubisky beat me in a fantasy championship. Yeah, it was destiny. Holmes. So that's why. Holmes got to go into circle. a good situation, play behind a pro like Smith for a year. And this, what I was going to say is, is Andy Reid going to retire? He's won his second Super Bowl. He's in his 60s. I don't what think he wants said, to retire. Why would he retire now? He finally has... A top like he's got the league by the balls right yeah. now. He's got the best quarterback in the league. Why would he retire? Like if Mahomes, if Mahomes reeled off three championships in the next six years, it wouldn't surprise you, right? Like, like so to your point. So oh, we're changing. Okay. Let's change. All right, move. We're going to switch the conversation. Super Bowl, okay. great game. Chiefs definitely deserve to win. Better team is the Eagles, but better quarterback is is Kansas City. I think it's where we landed. I just have one Andy Reid question for you. 
We've all seen him in the punt, pass, and kick video, right, from yeah. back in the day when he was 13, and he was super huge. Yeah. When he was super huge. jersey he was wearing that night <laughs> as his kid. Refrigerator Perry? Oh. <laughs> mean Joe Green. None of the jerseys fitted because oh. he was too big. He had to borrow NFL player Les Jorfeson's number 34 Oh, jersey good old Les Jorfeson. Nice. He had to borrow an NFL player's jersey at age 13 to compete. Oh, that's passes. amazing. Uh, and Mr. Brown has offensive linemen calves. Like we, we there, there's some correlation here. Things, yeah, yeah. You should just shave off the beard and have the Andy Reid mustache and just let yourself go. No. So no. Hawaiian shirts all year long. No, I could. I or, might do well in the the dad bod single scene. That's dad bod on steroids. That's right. Are we enjoying <laughs> how much Travis Kelsey talks, or are we getting tired of listening to Travis Kelsey talk? I mean. It's energy. If you're a Chiefs fan, you love it. Uh, I'm, I'm already more tired of like Mahomes' brother and uh, his TikTok. Yeah, media. here's my thing. So obviously, Chad wouldn't like it against his Bengals the first week, but kind of the mayor asked for that. Yeah. So Cincinnati, yeah. you knew they were in trouble when Eli. Well, Eli Apple's Eli Apple's always talking shit. That's the thing. If you if you follow the Bengals at all. That's not new. So that's just it on brand for him. So but the me, mayor, no, that was me, stupid. Kelsey is a natural on the mic. Like if he went to the WWE, he would be a natural. Yeah. Don't it rattle was, don't rattle the cage. Right, so he's not gonna and, cut a promo. And arguably, which I think he is, he's the best tight end in the game today. Maybe so, ever. So he backs up what he talks shit about. Ooh, Biggie didn't like me saying that. No, but he, he, he backs up the shit that he says and he puts it on the field. I mean He's a mismatch problem no matter who you play. Yeah, you know, a lot of what you see on there and you hear people talk about, well, why does it seem like Travis Kelsey gets so many free releases? Well, they will give them to him sometimes, but him and Mahomes have this connection where they see it the same way. So it's like they're really in the backyard. That's why Kelsey's open. He was supposed to run a different route, and he's like, oh, there's a hole over here. Patrick will find me. Yeah. yeah. He is great at finding a quick, they're, open, weak spot. That's what makes him good. He knows how to that, that's We what, don't have to have the segment. Who's number one? Tony Gonzalez? Gronkowski. <laughs> nah, I knew he was going to uh, say Gronkowski. Oh, Ever? Dude, he would be a Hall of Fame left tackle. I'm not saying I'm he... talking true tight end. All right, now that's where the argument's going to go because I think at the end of Kelsey's career offensively, he's going to look a lot better. But oh, yeah. but Biggie's right. But people yeah, under he's on this pace, he will. Gronk is underrated for his They're the same age. Yeah. 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 It's it's cool. it's over, Biggie. Oh no! Not if it, you actually watch the games. That's like oh. that. that uh, <laughs> Shannon Sharp or somebody to play back then is dog shit because their numbers are. That's like Ooh. saying that Mike Dicta was a dog. You've been shit watching too much. You've been watching too much Skip Bayless and shit. You see how he set that up, that whole thing. If you watch games, uh, I watch me you know, <laughs> killing fantasy, whereas Biggie's been had been relevant for five years. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let's 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 stay on on I watch plan. The games. All right, so I, we watched the Super Bowl. Watched a lot of games. Going into uh, – all right, so let's let's talk about Mahomes, though. We, we we started on Kelsey for some reason. Wanted to talk about Mahomes and, like, his just goat candidacy at this point. Like, that foundation's been built, has it not? I mean, to me, I mean, to me, I think right now, obviously you got Brady, Montana, the Paytons of the world. But, like, with the stats now, Mahomes is right there. Already. No, if, like, he's, he's at the Payton level right now. Yeah. I'm, right, and Brady was more of a game manager early in his career. And then, like, then he could make all those throws. But, like, when you compare Brady 
And Mahomes' numbers, like it's not like he, he's smashing through it. I think it's it's probably more apt to compare him to like a Peyton or somebody as far as so regular season stats. My question it. is because you know, and I know Brady had some great years, but like Mahomes' stats are like godly, yeah, god tier. So let's say that Mahomes ends up with four or five rings and crushes Brady's numbers. Is he the good? I think if he gets five, he probably is. Because he's going to be lacking in the championships. I don't see yeah. how he passes Brady there. Yeah, I, I mean that's, but that I mean, be nearly impossible to do because the AFC is a lot thicker at the top than the NFC is. If so, you look so at next year, if he does it, back the Bills are back. I back. know. Sean so, Payton's coming into so the division. It, now. What would it take statistic or ring wise for him to pass uh, in the good stats? Well, if he does, well, if he does five, and and he prevents. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow from ever getting rings. Um, yeah, that's a damn good. Uh, it goes back to like the Jordan thing about how many guys he kept out of the title picture. Right. Like if Mahomes is able to do that in this loaded AFC East that you just talked about, like I think that adds to that candidacy there. So I guess the the initial thing I just wanted to understand if we're on the same page, like. It's okay to start having that conversation. I mean, he's not there yet. We're not saying that. But like his, and if he stays on this pace, the what, trajectory. What's funny to me is how quickly all those conversations change because when Brady won three, it was your no Joe Montana. Then by the time he'd won his four, <laughs> they kept moving the goalposts on you. MVPs, it was while well, Joe never lost. Yeah. So it took a really long time for Brady to surpass what Joe did. But now five years in, we're all kind of on the same. Well, Mahomes, that's it's, his projection. If he falls short of that, now is it a disappointment? I don't think it's a disappointment. I think if his career, if he's career ended right now, like it's a hell of a career. I to mean, me, I'm talking right now. It's between Mahomes and Brady. I think there's no doubt in my mind. You think he's already already that health wise? He's going to pass Joe Montana. Just my opinion. At this point, it boils down between him and Brady at the end. Yeah. If he don't get hurt. He's going to be in the conversation. It's 1A, 1B. Yeah. I just hope he stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's hell, it's it's great. He's a great guy. Like, I, you know, I, I hate the Chiefs. I don't want them to win. You don't like his family. I, you know, the, the TikToks <laughs> are crazy. I'm for the Chiefs not to um, win because I, I like Mahomes. Like in spite Reed, of all that, Mahomes is such Kelsey, a nice guy. Tired of Jackson, Mahomes. I'm like, even though he him. puts ketchup on his steak. Right. Like, he's a good dude. Like, he's not getting in trouble. Like, he's not going to be any quarterback you're going to worry about. He's not going to be Kyler Murray getting Call of Duty points. All right, so we've know? tickled his taint long enough. Can we move on to NFL news? Um, yeah, so there's a lot of news. But staying in AFC West real quick. You going to start with your Raiders? No, I don't want to talk about oh. that. Yet. So, Sean Payton. Did you see who he's going to bring in as a defense coordinator? Rex Ryan. Yeah. Really? What's up that with Sean, that in Denver, man? That Sean Payton thing was weird because we heard his name rumored in Denver. I, then it wasn't going to happen. Did they announce that today? Take a job. What? Is that news today? What? Sean Payton. It's between championship games and Super Bowl news. Right. But he, like, he didn't want anything to do with that. Oh, but he took the job. He took it, though? All right. So, never mind. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You didn't know he was in Denver? Um, no. Who's – because uh, he turned down a bunch of jobs. I think I just got confused because I know he he was being considered for, like, three positions, right? And then who was the other one? Harbaugh came out of the woodwork a little yeah. bit. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I got – it was amazing how many coaches, like, just took themselves out of candidacy for – 
was the Texans job was one of them. And I thought I thought Denver was one too, but maybe it was not nah, the, he there, man. He's there. All right. So my bad. So then, but it, Rex Ryan bringing him back, and just to me, it's now that that's really news to me. It's odd. It's an odd fit, uh, given how poorly Russ did, and that Sean's not a fan of Russ is what the rumors are. Yeah, that was the strangest part of it was he didn't want that job because he didn't want to deal with yes. Russ. <laughs> he didn't want to ride. He didn't. He don't want that contract. Yeah. yeah. Oh, limited. He's very limited. Yes. Uh, unlimited trade. Uh, they, so, I mean, you like the fit or no? I, I love Sean Payton. I think he's a great coach yep. and he'll make it work. Yep. So, to me, that division, like going into this season, everyone was like, wow, what a division. Obviously, the Broncos <laughs> fell short. The Raiders fell short. Chargers did the char- what the Chargers do and yep. the Chiefs do what they do. But uh, it's not getting any easier in AFC West and – Raiders released Derek Carr. I'm here. I'm hearing Jimmy G rumors now to match up with your boy from New England, McDaniel's coming to Sin City. I don't like it at all. Ooh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't like it, but uh, you know, it was time to move on from Carr, and they've got the, the Raiders projected to go QB at seven. So, yeah, but who who you who would you want, or have you looked? The dude from uh, went from uh, Penn State. Uh, what's his name? The quarterback. Uh, Penn State. Oh, you asked me too quick. For Kentucky. Mock drafts. I know that. that they, everybody likes the guy from Kentucky. Kentucky. He went from Penn State to Kentucky. Okay. What's his name? I can't remember Tenny his name. Tenny or Finney or something? I'm not. I, I haven't got my Mel Kuyper Jr. hat on yet, so I don't know. But, yeah, that's who the Raiders are projected to get. Okay. At seven. Well, I mean, I, it's, they they couldn't trade him. He didn't want to be traded. No, he refused. said he wouldn't waive it. Yeah. And if you're him, why would you? Because then the team you're going to has to give stuff up for you. Where do you think he's going to end up? I'm hearing a lot of yeah, I, but, I've heard four destinations. Uh, but he, wasn't he going to get paid $40 million? Yeah, 40 That's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Houston, Indianapolis, Tennessee, and someone else. The Jets. The Jets. Yeah. I think that he'd be perfect in Indianapolis. Oh, that's that's been the perfect fit we've talked about since we've like, because to me, that they like the retreads, but at least Carr is still in the middle of his career. He's not he's not yeah. washed up. He's just been average. So they're getting better. I mean, better than retread. He's average. Carr is a good quarterback. Uh-huh. He is a good quarterback. It's he's he's kind of the bar. Like he's on the top side of it. He's not really high up it, but for someone you want as a, a starter, I think he checks those boxes. I think so. If you look at if you're like tennis, like Ryan Tannehill. Is under the bar. He's the guy that's close, but you really don't want to to have long term. So, what do the Packers do? Oh, that's they what I want to ask that next. Yeah. Off of a A Rob, he's doing his work. Yeah, what, what the hell's that? No idea. I figured you would know. No, I, I didn't have time. To, I just saw it before I came down here. Chad's doing the dark room thing right now with his glasses. I know. Oh, no, he's really? doing what's the darkness therapy or something or darkness Four days where it's all dark. Like, is he in like one of those um, those little? Chambers you get in, they desensitize you. I don't know. I saw where he made a bunch of comments about the Epstein client list, so I don't think he's coming out of that door. Oh, crap. (laughs) So, yeah, so he also seen one of the uh, folklore creature when he was down in South America. Yeah. Like that. The Chupacabra? Yeah, but it was like some dude that, like, appears in the shadows. The Shadow Man. Yeah, so he's really, he's a firm believer in that. (laughs) Um, I'm sure. Maybe they're... I believe that he believes that. I believe they're probably having some bonding in the dark room right now. Uh, 
Uh, I also also saw that there's probably about 10, 12 black women in there with him. Where's he at? I don't know. It's parts unknown. If you're one of these teams and you can have two years of Aaron Rodgers or four years of Derek Carr, which one do you take? (laughs) Derek Carr. I go Carr. I think I think Rodgers is in such a weird like it's crazy because he could come back and have. I mean, is he just off the reservation? At this because point? like two years ago, <laughs> he he was he was great, and then last and he just he's too he's too. Loving that I was too loose like, for the Raiders' perspective. I would take Rodgers because of Devontae. Well, the but, way the but that would be for any other team. I right. Think. Like what about the Jets? What about the Jets? Well, Jets want him bad. That's why they hired uh, what's his name that got fired from Denver this yeah. year. Uh, he's still looking to call timeouts. What the hell, they fired Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, right. yeah. Because that, 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 that was the whole reason why they tried to get uh, him in Denver to begin with before they got Russ. Uh, you can't convince me otherwise. That's why that whole experiment failed. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think there's? Will he go to New York? Would he want to? I could see him going to New York. It'd be funny because it'd be the exact same path Brett Favre took out of Green Bay. That's, that's, <laughs> he'll come back and just in time for Kirk Cousins to retire, and he'll take over Minnesota. The Jets? Are, and they say it's not scripted. Are a good team. Playoff caliber talent. They just needed somebody at the controls of quarterback to take them over the top. It's not Zach Wilson. It's I like Mike White, but hmm. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. They'll get some money. All right. Go to Miami. I think Tua finally died. So, <laughs> uh, I, are you up for a Patriots uh, or a Tom Brady trivia question later? You can give it to me. I might get it right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll hit it. We'll hit it here in a minute. Um, so, just looking forward to next season. Who's the five biggest legitimate contenders for the title? Kansas City's back, Bills. right? Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Bengals. You don't like the Eagles in the top five. Well, they just overachieved. Well, I was going to say Eagles. That's my, that might be number five. The only thing that makes me leery is they have like 10 or 11 starters that are free agents. Okay. Yeah. So how who, how many guys? If that if the same team, I love them. But they got – and Kelsey might retire and Lane Johnson needs surgery. So – yeah. There's, a, there's really a lot of question marks there. A lot of question marks. All right, there. what about a team that's uh, that you could see like rising up? Like the who's the dark line? horse? Yeah, who, who's you got a dark horse, baby? God. I got a uh, super super dark horse yeah. for you. I, so maybe not a Super Bowl contender, but like could make some noise in the playoffs. Is, is yours an AFC South team? Yeah. Is it the Colts? No. No, it's the Who? Titans. Oh, no, I have an AFC West team. Sorry, oh. the AFC South. <laughs> so, it's the Broncos. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's close. <laughs> um, no, I think that Sean Payton's that good as a coach, and if anything is left at all in Russell Wilson, he'll get it out of him. And the other thing is that the family that – the group that bought the Broncos – Walmart. They take money and they wipe the butt with it, like, every day. Oh, you wish you deals. could do that, Biggie. They will spend whatever money it takes. If something isn't working with Russ, they'll find a way out. They'll buy a way out. They'll build a Walmart right in his front yard because they're everywhere. Um, I like right there. The other team I like in the NFC, and I'm not sure why, 
I think the Carolina Panthers have a chance to jump. Oh, why? Because Panthers. they got rid of uh, McCaffrey and so, all of a sudden won seven games. Next well, next year, next year the Panthers are this year's Jacksonville Jaguars. They could yeah. be. Yep. They could be. I, I was going to say, is the Colts roster that bad if they just got the, the well, right? They, they hired a guy that we don't know if he still wipes his own butt or if his mommy does it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the Eagles a minute ago not being a lock to be back in the conversation, didn't they lose both coordinators? Yes. So like they're it's a whole new whole new ball game there. So I, I'm I'm kind of with Biggie being out of the them being not in the I top. Go, five. I would go Broncos Panthers if I had to pick one from the AFC and one. From so the two teams you think will make some playoff noise next year? Not Super Bowl. Yeah, from yeah. where they were this. Yeah, just playoff. Noise. Just make make it to the playoffs probably. Who do you think is going to have the biggest fall? Because there's always a team that does like what the Rams did, not necessarily wins the Super Bowl, or the Bucs who had won like 11, 12 games, and then they barely get in with a losing record. Um, my dark horse in the NFC is going to be the Detroit Lions. Now, who do you think will be the biggest fall? Oh, fall? Well, I didn't get my dark horse, so no. we just heard his. No. Uh, so I at least want to get mine out. Biggest fall? Um, uh, I... I mean, Tampa is going to be nowhere close to oh, yeah. to contending for a division title, so I, I think that's an easy one. Um, outside of that, I, I think I think you're going to see the same names in the AFC back up there. So the AFC teams, the one I could see taking the biggest fall would be the Buffalo Bills because they are so dependent on Josh Allen. There's eventually going to become a time where he can't take as many hits. What do you have behind him? Yeah. He can't run the ball. Your defense isn't great. The Ravens, big fall. <laughs> we don't what know. We don't know what happens there. I just uh, I, he's not back. He's not coming. I, I mean, I don't think he is either. Um, but I mean, stranger things have happened. Is there any chance staying within that division that Deshaun Watson gets right and the Browns are a playoff? No, nah, I don't team? think so. I think that's going to go down as the worst contract in NFL history. Really? Yeah. So what happened to him? Just too many wax buttholes. Or, I mean, man, I, I think um, didn't play for too long. Or? Yeah, I think he, it's the time off. It's the scrutiny. Um, I mean, he he probably is wondering what his teammates are thinking the whole time. Like this guy, like see here. Of course, I would say I would think a whole season of practicing, but he was in practicing while he was suspended. Correct. Correct. He couldn't show up to what week seven. And then yeah. they, they gave him – he had like four weeks. He, could, he had a preseason. I mean, but so would that like change things where he has a full normal season next year? I mean, I mean man, be better. I, it's going to be now or never. Like he, he rather – because he's not the youngest cat in the game here. Right. Um, you know, his his window's kind of done open and closed, I think. And I don't know. I, I mean, if he comes out and he has like a Pro Bowl caliber year, I wouldn't be that surprised. But I, I also wouldn't be surprised if they're, they're burning his jerseys if they bought him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the Browns do Browns. Just All right, saying. so shifting gears, NFC, why the Lions as their uh, your playoff team next year? What is it? The, the why Lions? the Lions? Why the Lions? Because and if by they, the way, you really went out on a limb picking a team that was nine and eight and finished uh, tied for the last playoff spot. Who is it though? Who is it though? It's the Lions, though. You they know, eat kneecaps. I, I, yeah, but just because they had one the year, Lions they, never build on anything. No, I know. Like it's more. <laughs> in fact, it's more of a risk because you know what their track record. That, that's is. like past their peak, and you're yeah. saying like eleven wins. No, that makes this the riskiest prop bet out there, more than likely. So eleven wins, right? Just I, I yeah, think the they. Futures. I think they can win ten. Um, I, I I think it's really 
Uh, just it's a big game. It's do, one win, right? right. That's, but that gets them in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and two, if you look at their division, we'll see what the Vikings do. They were horrible on defense. The Packers, if they lose Aaron Rodgers, are down. The Bears are always bad. So Justin Fields division, was playing a dome too. We talked all that crap about Stafford golf training. Yes, Stafford went and won the world uh, the championship, but. Now that the Lions have committed to golf, he hasn't been terrible. Like Dude. he's been a good quarterback. Twenty nine touchdowns, seven interceptions last year for golf. So I mean, like, like he was five. Like I don't think he threw an interception after Halloween. Like Lions fans are embracing him. Yeah, for good reason. He's yeah. He's he's basically just another. Like, is there really a difference between him and Stafford? Not at this it's point. Just the same guy. Not at this point. It's like the Scooby Doo meme. You know, right. take the mask off. Right. Oh, it's still him. Spider Man. Spider Man's pointing at each other. other. Stupid shit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. So exciting stuff for the NFL. Um, let's take a breather, regroup, because we got um, LeBron we're going to talk about, and we got a little bit of baseball. So hang tight. All right, we had a milestone in NBA history as we have a new scoring champ. We have. Mr. LeBron James has passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was in attendance. Hit a nice little turnaround um, jumper as uh, I think the third quarter ended. Uh, But that always makes the conversation inflammatory about goats and whatnot. But let's just start with the significance of the moment. You know, did you catch it? What are your thoughts on LeBron becoming the all-time leading scorer in NBA history? I actually watched it. (laughs) few NBA games I watched this year. I just happened to be up, so I was like, I might as well turn it on and watch history, whether I like it or not, so I did. Uh, he was efficient that game, uh, but you could clearly tell that uh, Kareem wasn't having it. You know, he was there and saying the right things, but his facial expressions, yeah, you could tell what, he was, what was going through his head. Well, yeah, because he's openly criticized LeBron – as far as who he is, ambassador for the game and outside his of platform, yeah. yeah. So for him to be breaking it, and that look on his his face was nuts. He was probably the only guy who was more unhappy to be there than Kareem was Anthony Davis. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? So I got rumors on that. So apparently, I don't know if this was before that night. I would have to be, but uh, GM LeBron was trying like hell to trade AD straight up for KD. Right? <laughs> and it fell through, and it got back to AD. So now he feels uh, – Team AD feels betrayed, and uh, he wants out. I, <laughs> that is why I just started hearing uh, AD will be in Dallas next year, rumors. I've never heard that before. That's like, why. So, and then that, and then on top of that, LeBron's camp has – there's rumors in LeBron. I love how everybody's got their camp now. Yeah. And their entourage. But so LeBron's <laughs> camp is frustrated with AD for good reason. Uh, he can't stay on the floor. That's been a, that's been his career, you know. His downfall. Yeah. yeah, he can't stay on the floor, and they're not happy about it. Um, they're hoping that Darvin Ham will get a little bit more in uh, AD's ass about it. But you say E-Ass? Yeah, so uh, – <laughs> He's, he's probably gone. Like, LeBron don't like AD. AD don't like LeBron. It was very clear on that photo when he passed him. Man, imagine having the clout where you're like, I don't want to play with him anymore. Let me get Kevin Durant. You know, I mean, just after that, I'll go play with Luka. I mean, just is that just how this is? Like, you just build your own team anytime you want? I got two guys on my team that are top 75 all time, according to the recent list that was put out. But, man, give me a different guys. I mean, but if they could somehow stay healthy – Think about Luka, Kyrie, and AD on Dallas. That'd be dynamic. 
That would be. Uh yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be much. That'd, that'd be must see uh, basketball viewing there. Well, I mean, because if you put AD with a couple of actual shooters, then it, big things could probably happen. Of course, if he's down the floor. I got a funny Lucas stat for you that I heard today. Not funny, but it's really cool. With as high as his usage rate, as many shots as he put up, puts up, he's got a forty-four game streak going of doing one thing every time he gets on the court. Can you think of what it is? It's not get five assists or something like that. For 44 straight games, he has done this. Is it a stat or is it like yeah, an action? Taking a charge. It, it's a stat. He, so that's a stat. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. He shot at least 50% from the field or better for 44 straight games. Fit, what's his field goal percentage? I'd have to check it out. I, I heard it today on uh, – <laughs> It was stat of the day on the Dan Patrick show. That's, That's a hell impressive. of a stat. Like you don't you don't think about anybody with that type of game shooting above forty five percent. Like let alone for a streak like that. Uh, but so before we move off of LeBron real quick, um, the the best analogy that I've came up with and I put it on the page today. Uh, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, is to me LeBron is Emmett Smith and MJ is Barry Sanders. Yes, LeBron's got the stats because of longevity. But we clearly know who the better player was. Correct. Except Barry didn't win any titles. Yeah. <laughs> or, so, I mean, it's kind of a slight to Jordan saying Barry, but you know uh, what I mean. But Barry is clearly Stats the, be- wise. the better of the two, right? Stats-wise comparison, you know, obviously. But to me, because Barry didn't care about all that. Yeah. Like, he, he knew what he was. The it was guy. funny. That guy was the quietest guy. Never spiked the ball or anything. And then when he retired, every time he does an interview, he don't ever shut up. So, yeah, I mean, but to add the, the <laughs> comparison, that's a stats comparison. But then when you throw in that Jordan has 6-0 in the finals, six rings more than LeBron, then, I mean, so, like, it's just, to me, it's it's dead. You're right. And Barry Sanders never lost in the finals either. There you go. So, you're well, the, the parallels. That, it's, it's, it's not even close, but the thing that's got me the most, and I'm glad that LeBron has passed the record now, is that, for all these years, right, Kareem's had the record since we were in elementary school. When has Kareem ever been said, well, he's the GOAT, right? So now it's just another LeBron, new age thing. Oh, he's got the points record. Now that makes him the GOAT. Uh, like, you couldn't hit the original bar, so you keep trying to did, change it. What I'm hoping is that if the Lakers, who are 13th in the West right now, don't make the playoffs, ESPN and someone else will finally decide they should push a new player a new face down our throats did you see the uh quote that I, I he was on some show Stephen a smith was and he was talking about i've covered both yeah, of said, them i've covered them all and uh the, the difference between lebron is everybody respects lebron but everybody feared jordan that's true and i was like man that is a very illustrative way to put it but that's 100 percent what it is like it's not saying like there's not uh, a healthy respect of competition that he's not the guy, but like, yeah, Jordan, like he, nobody liked him either. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't there to be your buddy. Hey, to put the nail in the coffin on who's the goat, whose shoes did his kids wear when he broke the record? They all have Jordan's <laughs> on. Case closed. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're never going to, uh, ever disagree on this argument with the three of us. We just have it so anybody listening can just know for sure that it's not debatable, but everybody wants to keep talking about it. It's just, a, are we just old and salty boomers? Is that what we are? I mean, clearly not. His freaking sons are wearing Jordan shoes. We're just Did realistic. you see Space Jam 2? 
No. Oh my god. My son did. <laughs> did, you, did you? Did you? Did you ground him? He's yeah. the goat. Everyone else will tell you it's MJ. People that, that watched both play will tell you it's MJ. Yeah. Just uh, that's when I know I became the greatest of all time. A great career, but it's kind of like if you play long enough and you're healthy, you're good. You're going to have all the stats. Look Mm -hmm. at the baseball player. Like, who's a better hitter, Pete Rose or Ted Williams? Well, it's Pete Rose, right? He's got the most hits ever. He's the greatest hitter ever. No. I'm glad how you found another analogy for our baseball people. That was good. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I uh, put a bow on NBA conversation real quick. There's a trade deadline. I don't really keep up with it that much, but I, I know you already mentioned the big one with Dallas, with Kyrie. And then KD went to the Suns, so did we just go and crown They went from 19-1 to to 4-1 to NBA championship odds with yeah. that trade. I would love to see Chris Ball finally get his ring. Yep. If it don't happen this year, it ain't ever happening. Right. I like, uh, I like that move a lot, and – the other thing, I'm, I'm kind of curious because the West is so loaded. Golden State, if they can get healthy in the playoffs, they're still that championship team. It doesn't matter if they're a four seed. Why can't they win on the road, though? It's, it's so weird. 22 and 7 at home. Dude, talk about a bust of all time. James Wiseman, what, number oh, one or number two overall pick? Was it number one or two? Two. He's number two, yep. Overall pick and shipped to the Pistons. Yep. What happened to that dude? Was he was it Memphis? Was that who it was? He played for Memphis for like five or six games under Penny Hardaway, and then he had to leave the team due to like some type of infraction. He's getting paid, <laughs> but no money. one cared. Like they're like, it's sure bet yeah. right here. They just flamed out. Mm, that's uh, I don't know. So the scouting report didn't get it right. You know, they 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 missed something. But to your question, yeah, the Warriors are still going to be dangerous if they get there. Well, well the Warriors. They'll be there. That's what I'm saying. We have the Suns, who to me would be a favorite if they're healthy. Uh, the Nuggets are doing their regular season thing again. Where do you draw the line as far as who's a contender or pretender? Sacramento's going to make the playoffs. They're a three seed. They're not a title threat. You know what I mean? Right. Memphis is a two seed. They're not a title threat. I mean, for me, it's uh, clearly Boston uh, and then Phoenix. They're there. And Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, I like Denver. You know, I'm not saying Denver always seems like they flame out. But I, I feel like Denver. But they're healthy. This yeah. Year. They have all their pieces. As of right now, like, you feel Michael better Porter about Denver. Junior's playing great ball. It's like up until. Joker's going for the Larry Bird. It's going to win his third straight MVP this year. If, so if think you, about this real quick, though. This is changing gears. But so Russ Westbrook signed that max deal, right? Yep, yep. He's on his fifth team now during this max deal. He's been traded that many times. You know who he reminds me of? Like once he hit those those mid early thirties, uh, AI. Like I always think of AI as a sixer, Carmelo. And, yeah, Carmelo. But then when I look at AI and like, oh, no, that was Shaq. Shaq was just trying to get every color of the rainbow with these the, the big shamrock, the big cactus. <laughs> those last few years, they just bounce around. Uh, but like so. Russ loved the, like how the Lakers were looking because I think they were like zero and nine or something after he left or something like that. They were one and five after they yeah. traded him until they won the other night. Yeah, but so like they weren't winning without him. So he's like, "See, it wasn't me." And then Patrick Beverly, who's a, he's one of the old school defenders of today's game, he got shipped out as well. And he said, "Listen, the problems in LA aren't talent; it's off the court stuff." He didn't elaborate, but you can't tell me that's uh, not a toxic environment there. Yeah. 
Again, that's that's why he's not our goat. Yeah. It's 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 the damn keeping up with the Kardashians. He could play all those games. Uh, you know, he was sitting periodically until he got the record. Then as soon as he does, it's this great ankle soreness that's killing him. He sits every game until the last game before the All Star break, and then he's ready to play the All Star game. Like, if you were really that hurt and they're putting it out there that it's going to linger all year and blah, 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 wouldn't you take the All-Star break off? Absolutely. If you really want right, to win. Right, right, right. And he don't want to win. It's all about show. Yeah. So they got nine days off. I, I put this on our page last week, and this is another thing that drives the point home. Um, there was a video. Um, it's so topical now. It was John Thompson from Georgetown, Georgetown in, interviewing yeah. Jordan back in the day. It was like the Ahmad Rashad days. And he was sitting down with Jordan, and he was like, well, you know, what does stats mean to you in your all-time legacy of basketball players? And Jordan was basically like, listen, you know, if you play long enough, you'll get the stats. The stats will be there. He says, but, you know, to me, the only stats were wins and championships. The rest will come. And to me, that's the most Jordan answer you can get. Because he, he did actually care more about winning. Than anything else. Like it was said, like, do we win the game? Do we win the championship? The rest will come. If you're winning, you're going to get stats. If he cared about uh, stats and that was his main thing, he never would have retired. That's what he baseball. said. That's what he yeah. said. I would have retired at age 32. Yeah. Mm. Man, I, uh, I I was actually – I text you guys this morning. I'm sitting there watching like <laughs> ESPN Classic. Thank you, Canada. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching it. And it's just this random game between like the Bullets back when they had Calvert Chaney and um, was that Chris Weber? Chris Weber, uh, Juwan Howard, Rod, Str- Rod Strickland. No. I think Gooks was uh, on the Warriors. Dan Legler on that team? I didn't see him. Fifty-two percent of downtown. But uh, I-, I will say, Rod Strickland, he had some sick handles, man. My yeah. God, that guy was ahead of his time. Uh, but you know, I'm watching it and. Uh, it's a game of rounds back and forth, and, and pretty good for some plumbers. Man, it, when 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 Jordan gets the ball, though, like everybody just freaks out, and like just little parts of the game, like people act like it didn't get invented until 2010, and here's Pippen on a hot ball screen taking a step back three and knocking it down, but you know. It's like oh, it didn't exist. It just wasn't focused. But well, the, the analytics back then stated that you know you want to impose your will. And take it to the basket. Yep. Get as close to the basket as you can and yep. score that way. It was never, let's just rain through. So, I'm glad you, you bring that up specifically. So, the physicality Jordan played with in this game, he had like 50 points. It was just, he was just barreling down the lane. And he just had this ability to jump into people without drawing like a massive amount of contact. Like, he's splitting defenders and whatnot. But every time he got the ball, you just felt it like, man, he's – you can tell everybody's honed in on that. Like, the frustrating part for me is the comps that people, the LeBron lovers and the MJ haters, they want to say that Jordan in today's game would be a comp to a Jimmy Butler or DeMar DeRozan type. Yeah. That drives me crazy. They wouldn't say that about Kobe. No. That's so disrespectful. They're all-stars, but come on. Jordan was an absolute sniper from mid-range. He's the best finisher in the history of the game around the rim. If if he was told he could take threes and there were easier shots for him because of the weight. Because there was a – Well, you talk – you listen to these guys, and they'll tell you, Jordan played today, he'd score 40 a game. Now, 
I, again, we sound like salty old men when we talk about this, but just know your brand, right? That's what we are. All right, so congratulations, LeBron. You're now the all-time leading scorer, but you'll never be the GOAT in our eyes, and you're probably not even making the playoffs this year. And let's look forward to next year in AD in Dallas. And, you know, it's been a little bit of a quiet winter for us when it comes to baseball, but we do have pitchers and catchers reporting, Mr. Brown. Is that correct? This week, yep. So, um, I, I know some teams are already there. We also have the World Baseball Classic on the uh, docket here up soon as well. So, baseball starting to pick some momentum back up. How you feeling, man? I know this is your jam. This is your sport. This is your life. Like, you- oh, To me, it's like I'm, I feel like a bear coming out of hibernation. Because <laughs> it's like it let, let, the optimism is in the air. And, like, I saw the photo from MLB posted about them down at camp in Florida and the freshly cut grass. And I'm like, my comment as the page was, I can smell this photo. <laughs> and, like, there's nothing better. Um, so, unless you're Jacob DeGrom, who's already missing time due to a sore side. <sighs> I feel like we're On cue. <laughs> How's that even possible? Now, it's already that the Rangers are being precautionary with Jacob DeGrom, and it blows my mind. Did uh, Carlos Correa ever pass a physical? No, nah, I think the twins just grandfathered him in. <laughs> so, I think they used the old one. So, some, some law from 1827. Yes. <laughs> so I told you I was happy to have the trade. Verlander's out of the division. DeGrom's in. Yeah, because Verlander will make three times as many starts as Degrom. I'm telling you, this is the year your Mariners might uh, finally take the over. Stars aligned, but uh, Houston's got arguably the Houston, best lineup in baseball, and they're young. They got four or five studs that are 25 and under. So, I mean, I'm really optimistic. But I like your pitching better. How, how does how does a team like Houston just do that good with finding this young talent? Like it's insane. They do well in the international pool. Everybody else, you mentioned that before, but you know everybody else, they just turn the whole roster over and like they'll, they'll throw money at it until they build it back up. But and that's what drives me nuts about the trash can bullshit. I mean, like get over it. These guys are freaking good. Like they're good. They're a good team. Yeah. Like Houston to me is like they go down South America and they get seven guys who don't speak good English, but they can play great baseball. And then there's like a Bergman or a Tucker that goes with them. And, like, that's their squad, and they just kill you. Like, Alvarez just looks like he's freaking playing Little League out there. And, and plus, he just took out the uh, spy balloon. He did. <laughs> recent home run. So, that, we thank him for that. Yeah. Uh, no, but, like, in all seriousness, everyone was so worried about losing Correa. And then what happens? Jeremy Pena comes in as a rookie, and he's the World Series MVP. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's what he's just <laughs> fine. Um, but I do like your chances in the West. It See, could be a dogfight if everything goes well for you. Yeah, I think this year if we stay healthy, I like our chances because I finally feel like our pitching is better than theirs. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what strides does Julio make in year two? Yeah. Hopefully avoids a sophomore slump. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I think he's just that uber-talented guy that isn't going to have the big sophomore slump. And now that Judge has re-upped his contract in New York, do we see him going crazy again, or is he settle in now and just do his like forty ish? I I think you're probably going to have like two or three really good years. I don't think he goes over fifty or fifty five, and then I think I think he drops off because he's thirty years old right now, right? Yeah, thirty two. I think is he that old? Oh shit! No, might be. It's thirty. It's thirty. I'm he's played for six seasons. That's it, and he gets three good years. What? 
with the way the game is now, could he hit better, longer? Yeah. But last year was one of those rare years where he stayed healthy the whole year. I don't know how often that's going to happen for him. Mm -hmm. A guy that big as he ages. Yeah. So, something to look forward to with you, Chad, and me as well. I'm going to continue my stadium tour. And my goal is by the end of this year, I'll be halfway there. Um, my goal next year is to start heading out west. Uh, but uh, when we got to Erie, we're going to Cleveland for the first time. Yep. And luckily, they're, the Astros are in town. This should be a good game. So Two we, playoff we, teams. We, we get a good matchup Davis there. Field or I don't know. What oh, it's I think it's – is it Progressive it Field? Progressive. progressive. Ah. And we get to chant Jose in the crowd. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm buying a Rick Vaughn jersey. I'm going to wear my Wahoo hat, and I'm getting some bottle cap glasses, and I'm, I'm going to the game like that. Are you cutting the sleeves off the it's jersey? Too high. No, no. Too high. What? It's too high. Is it? I don't know what the <laughs> is. I'm What's what? too What's... high? What? The guy's sitting in the sands. Oh, yeah, so he hits the home run, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's too high. And then the guy's like, what is, what's too high mean? Like, I just asked him, so I could have played it off like that. Yeah, we didn't do a good job yeah. of that. I kind of did on accident. That was a very good inside reference, though. Yeah, so, I mean, it's well, like, what's that mean, too high? <laughs> Are you going to do the uh, Rick Vaughn haircut in the back? Yes. Potentially. I got yeah. you covered. Just lightning bolt, really. I yeah. can do it. I got you. Get the Buddha trimmer. Get the Buddha trimmer. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I'm telling you, that I'm going to do it. Um, I'm ready. Get so. some theme song. Get a little Bluetooth speaker with us. We can just break out anytime we want. That's right. Wow, thing. You think we'll get harassed if I'm wearing a uh, Chief Wahoo hat? Uh, no. I don't think so. All right. I don't know. I, I'd, be, I'd be curious for the experience. Yeah. yeah. So... Do you have? Do you all have? I mean, I know me and Biggie's planning on going down to Atlanta to watch the Braves and Mariners. I mean, he's going to go to Cleveland and watch them and the Astros. Do you have anything else on the docket as far as MLB games? I mean, we'll definitely go to a Reds game, you know, a time or two. Uh, as much as I don't want to, uh, but uh, so that's the biggest question: Who's going to be the worst team in baseball? You or the A's? Uh, that's toss. It's a coin flip. Yeah, I mean, it's. You got more payroll by Joey Votto alone yeah. than the A's. Yeah. <laughs> you still think Ken Griffey Jr.? Well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like one of those uh, Benia deals. Um, yeah, it's just, why do we have to talk about Cincinnati? They're not even worth talking about. We don't. Great Hall uh, of Fame. Please visit if yes, you haven't been great, there. Great Hall Three of Fame. Three stories. You won't be disappointed. Um, real quick on, on just uh, baseball season, rule changes. Uh, what, what's officially gone into effect this year? Bigger bases. Why? What's the point of that? Uh, I guess it's, they think it's going to help prevent injuries by like Girl stepping strong. on toes and stuff. Well, so the bigger bases. I, I saw thought they wore the oven like, mitt. They went from like 15 inches uh, to 18 inches. Yeah. Are we going to see more stolen bases? I think that's We will. Some... It'll, it'll spike up a little. But the only problem is now Altuve looks like a frog on a lily pad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, in all seriousness, um, all those bang bang plays, now you're going to be safe. Yeah. So the bang bang play is now going to go to the runner. That is slide to the outside part of the bag and be safe every time. So I mean, with that being said, though the projections for stolen base leaders in MLB is Acuna with thirty five. So that's still down. Yeah. So have they ever changed the size of the base before? Not to my knowledge. All right. So no. I the same at least for the last hundred years. 
Yeah, and, and think about that. Like all with all the advances in athleticism, speed, and, and ball speed and velocity, you just talked about the bang bang play. Like whoever figured out the, the dimensions of what the field needs to be, like they weren't stupid. Like it, it's well, it's, it's, it's a test of time. It, it's amazing. If you look at all the changes that have been made in the other professional sports or sports in general. Until now, baseball has remained true to itself. Yeah. Now, we, do we have a pitch clock? Yeah, that's in. Okay. 15 seconds. So, you, you feel like we're going to get some called balls out of this, or do you think everybody will adapt to it pretty easy? Uh, I think early on we'll have some issues, and then they'll adapt. I mean, that's what they do. Would it have been better to uh, – or is this like just blasphemy for, for players? Would it have been better to eliminate all the pauses in between at bats where you're taking off and you're adjusting no your more, glove? No more rules. Yeah. The Sean, the Sean Casey was – he had a routine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I just – like, I, I don't need a pitch clock, but let's just not have a timeout every time we turn around. But, yeah. Um, also with the shift, okay, so no shifts. Yeah. So, I found out something this week that kind of blew my mind. What? You go ahead. I saw uh, a diagram of the field of what they're going to do to counter the shift. Yes, that's where I'm going. So – it's because the rule stipulates what infielders are allowed they, to do. They can't. You have to have two players with both feet on the infield dirt yeah, or infield grass. Here's the thing. Left field can go over to where the roamer was. So, the like, roamer. left field could play second, essentially. Yeah, or, or, or third play basement. short right field. Right. So, your outfielder, as long as they're out in their, like, you know what I mean? They can go out there and do that. So really, we're not you, changing. Do you, you think you're going to see a lot of that? I think we will. Absolutely. Yeah, because especially against, against lefties. Yeah, you'll see it against lefties. Because unless people start learning how to hit oppo, I mean, yeah. that's hey, what? Well, I didn't really think that one through, boys. No, I'm like <laughs> really. I, I, I just I assumed that it was. I didn't read the rule with the fine print. I assumed it just meant you couldn't have players in a certain spot, but it, I guess it specifically said. I mean, we had the was, we had the yeah. shift back when we were kids. That's right. when you just go easy out, everybody up. Yeah, that's <laughs> what so they're gonna do now. I remember when I was in high school, even to this day, where I was left-handed, and I was never a pull hitter. They'd always be like shift, and the whole outfield would shift to right field. And I'm like, thank you for leaving the third baseline open because that's where I'm hitting it, and I get a triple. <laughs> I mean, I'd swing late on purpose. It's so, just funny. So the shift band may not really be a shift band. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it works. But when I saw that, the diagram, it blew my mind. I was like, wow. Mm. So nothing's really changing. So are you, go, are you going to open it? You have to be kind of ballsy to do it, though, because you're leaving two outfielders instead of, you know, losing your third baseman. Now you're losing your left fielder. I, yeah, so I don't, if you hit in the corner, you're running for days. Yeah. You're not shifting with a guy on first. You know, hitting the, the corner is a triple. You might shift. Inside the park. It's at least a triple. Uh, are you going to opening day? I'm not. Not this year. Okay. Uh, the Braves are opening up on, in Washington. Um, That's actually closer. I think it's Washington. Um, anyway, so I'm not going. Uh, they, they they have a real bad habit of opening up on the road. Yeah. Uh, but So I'm, I'm planning uh, the Mariners series for sure with Biggie. I'm going to go to um, – my plan is – Hit Baltimore and Washington the same weekend. I want to hit Baltimore or Washington when the Braves are in town, and then have it be the same weekend. Baltimore's playing at home. Yeah. So hit those two together. Can the yards be pretty sweet? And then go to Toronto. Obviously, whether they're playing the Braves or not. I don't know if they if they play them in town at the same time. Baltimore and Washington. Why wouldn't they? I feel like I remember hearing one time that they were in one of those situations where. 
like, TV they're, rights? They're never going to be there at the same time. Both on massive. They they both are in the same. Yeah, I need to research that. I'd be I curious. Would, I was just hoping to catch the Nats with the Braves because the Nats are so bad. I'd like to at least enjoy the Nats experience. <laughs> you get it, you get a dub, you know. And then I'm going to fly to Miami in September. Check that out. Going to Miami. Yeah. There you go. Big Cuban <laughs> Shake it, shake it. So, can you uh, recite all the Pitbull lyrics to every song that you'll need to know before you go down there? No. You're just missing out on life, man. Is there anything specific in Miami other than going to a game you'd want to see? I just said Cuban booties. Cuban booties. That's, <laughs> I know where that's at. <laughs> Pitbulls are good if you train them right. That's right. Well, Biggie, I had a trivia question specifically for you. And, Mr. Brown, if you can see that, this is uh, a list. Uh, and that's all you get because wow. you, you might be his lifeline. You might be able to help him. All right. But this is um, a list of the players – who caught one of the 737 touchdown passes from Mr. Tom Brady. So my question to you, Biggie, is can you name the top 10 or what percentage of the top 10 can you get? Well, Gronk caught the most. I know. Just quit on name. Just give me your over-under. How many can you get? Can you get all the top 10? No, I probably can get five. All right, so you can get five of the top 10. I think I think you're selling yourself short. I think he'll get at least seven. I, I think you might get all 10. No. We'll see. All right. So, Gronk. Gronk. He's number one. Edelman. Number two. Welker. Number four. Uh, Dion Branch. Uh, Dion Branch. Yep. Number six. Randy Moss. Uh, Randy Moss. Number three. Uh, David Gaffney. David Gaffney. <laughs> Jamar Gaffney? Jamar Gaffney. No. Sorry. No. I was thinking David Patrick. How many is that so far? Troy Brown. Uh, let's see. Troy Brown's number eleven, so you're you're on the high side there. He's gotten one, two. Danny Amendola. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez is on there. Uh, Shane Green should be on there. No, not in the top ten. Got a bunch of tight ends. Yeah, who likes tight ends? Ben Watson. Ben Watson's on the list. Is that eight? I don't. He didn't say these two, did he? The top two. I don't think he said those. Oh, uh, he said, uh, yeah, he said he said one of them. Welker. Yeah, he said Welker. Yeah. All right, so you don't know who you're missing in the top ten. He's got nine of them. Uh, David Patton is in there. He's missing. No, he's missing two. Three. You're missing three. You got seven. Because he didn't say him, did he? No, I thought him, though. Um, I immediately thought him. And then these two. Do you remember them? All right, Big, are you tapping out or you got anything left? They're in the top 10? Yeah. Wow. Uh... Chris Hogan. No, all right, I'm gonna end the suffering. Right. Uh, Mike Evans. Oh, duh. I was only thinking of fucking Patriots. He's, yeah. he's number five. I knew he was gonna do that. Yeah, he, he's Mike not, Evans. And then you said Ben Watson, but what about David Gibbons? David Gibbons. And oh, I said David freaking 
So I took David Gibbons. Yeah. And Gaffney. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Daniel Graham. Oh, Daniel Graham. Yeah. Yeah, I would never remember Daniel Graham. All right, um, Mr. Brown, how many touchdowns did Mike Vrabel, before he was a fighting Mike Vrabel and he just played for the Patriots, how many touchdowns do you think he caught from Brady? Five. Twelve. Ten. Wow. Linebacker caught ten touchdowns. Playoffs, he caught twelve. Oh, okay, Mr. Asterix. No, I'm just so Hogan and Amendola, Godwin and Brown are the next like few out there, um, but it's a it's a pretty big list. Yeah, a little bit. There's a lot of a lot of people on there. I I um I forgot about how they just never had receivers in New England, and it was always. Just your Dion Branch, your David yeah, Givens, your David James Patton. White. Oh, you said James White, didn't you? Yeah, he or, didn't get it. Didn't oh, get you wouldn't get James White, so no. running back. Yeah. Okay, so that was the other one we missed. Yeah. So it, it's you didn't get James uh, White, did you? I thought I said James White. Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't remember that. I can't remember. Yeah. Either Maybe way. I said Shane Vereen instead of James White. You White. did say Shane Vereen. Okay. Yeah, so Gronkowski had 105. The wow. next next one was Edelman with 41. Yeah, a big gap. Yeah, so – Back to your conversation earlier about Gronk being the goat of tight ends. I think he is right now. I think Kelsey's just starting to make the case. That's all I was saying earlier. I wasn't trying to upset the big man here. It was just an observation. Well, if you watch the games. Just if you watch the games. If you all 22 and get back to me. I get a semi from blocking, you know. So I have a question for you guys. We're talking football here. We were talking Chiefs earlier. Won two Super Bowls, been to three of the last four, potential dynasty. So, we talk about dynasties all the time in sports. So, in our lifetimes, the last 40 years, give me your Mount Rushmore of dynasties across that That existed while we were alive. Yeah, I'll give you my four for you guys. You can think about it. I've got Patriots and Bill Belichick. I got the 90s Bulls, and we can pick the same ones. You can do whatever. I got the Joe Torre Yankees and the Gino Ariema. UConn women's basketball oh, went two Look separate, at him not being misogynist. Two separate 80-plus game win streaks. All right, so uh, I'm with you on two of them for sure. Um, the the Patriots, did, didn't they go like 10 years not winning, though? But they won like 12 games every year. They did go 10 years between winning Super Bowls. Okay, I'm just they thinking the titles two, here. But they lost them both. Like, as good as the Patriots' run were, like, man, the – them damn Cowboys in the '90s were so feared. Like you knew, you you knew those Super Bowls were over before they started, and they clearly were. So I don't know. Like I just remember as a kid, like that, and that's the reason why we have the Cowboy fandom nonsense that we have today because of that stupid crap. Barry, memes from that. Barry Switzer was just a mouth breather, and he won a title with him. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Well, your line average is three fifty. You are going to do that? Right? And that was on Coke. Imagine if they didn't have Coke to keep them yeah. thin. Yeah. They all have small caps. They were like they were like uh, the Sean Kemp, <laughs> the only guy I've ever seen do Coke and get fat. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so. I don't know if there's anybody you're missing per se. I mean, obviously you had your Niners of the eighties. The Niners, yeah, but I, we're kind of younger, so like I don't know if that one has the same amount of impact. I think well, I, there's some other ones you could. You got the Warriors five year run where they won. The yeah, titles. that's true. But I think the Bulls the is the clear one. Yeah. Um, the Braves for the regular season. Yeah, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah. 14 straight division titles probably never happen again. Mm. But the Joe Tour Yankees, I agreed with too. I mean, that, that was. I mean, Yankees. Four were, World Series in the 90s. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's tough to do. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen that in baseball since. So, um, I don't know. I I mean, I like the the UConn and Pat Summit, uh, Tennessee. Like those are the two squads. Like I just have a hard time with those just because the sport hadn't caught up yet. Well, the one I left out because I thought one of you would throw it in right away is the last 10, 12 years of Alabama football. Yeah. That's the greatest college football run ever. If you throw out the old school or Oklahoma winning like 47 straight games in the 50s, none of that counts. But, I mean, for, for them to do what they did in the era it is now, I think it's more impressive because it's it's more – it's. It's crazy how college is. It's an even playing field, but it's not. Alabama lost two games last year. It was their worst season in 11 years. Yeah, you lose two games at Alabama, they, they might start talking about getting Nick Saban a, a retirement package, mm. uh, which is crazy, especially if they look and see his assistant is down the road uh, winning titles in the next state over. So, you know, uh, I, I can see, it'd be nice if we just had that locally <laughs> where I can mm. have lofty expectations. So – the thing that stands out to me the most when I was thinking about this earlier is if you look at the last 40 years, you could have the Lakers in the 80s, Bulls in the 90s, you got the Spurs, you got the Warriors, right? Basketball's got decades covered. Football, you got the Niners, the Cowboys, the Patriots. I'm not going to get into hockey. College football, you got Alabama. If you get into baseball, other than those dominant Yankees teams, there hasn't been a run like that where a team has won. Three out of five World Series. Mm, Giants won three and six. Yeah. That's the only one. I never would have considered them a dynasty. Yeah, it it didn't feel like it. They just showed up in October. Yeah. Because Mad Bum went nuts. But, like, the the point, like, the Yankees, and and I'll even say the Braves, they just had a habit of losing the postseason. But, like, those were teams you you feared every year. You knew they were going to be there. You knew they were going to be there. And like you, like the Astros are that now, right? Like, like if you're if you're a fan of any well, the other Astros team, Astros have been to the ALCS five straight years. Like you just expect them to be there. Uh, you know, it, like the Dodgers tried to be that, but like you didn't fear them. Like in the postseason, they're a wreck. It is weird too. As good as the Dodgers have been, they've won how many straight division titles? They're like the one title. Can do what the Braves did with the 14 straight. Like, they're on that kind of a run. But you don't worry about them in the postseason. No. It's now the Padres are taking it from them this year. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it just goes to show that even though baseball doesn't have the salary cap, there's still a certain degree of parity, at least at the top level. That's why there's been no team to repeat in over 20 years. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing is that <laughs> without a salary cap – Baseball is one pro sport that should be kind of like what the. No, you're you're absolutely right. Why teams. wouldn't it be like just a domination? Yeah. It just shows you that it's not all about money. You have to draft and develop. Yeah. Like that, you know, they make a, money, a movie called Moneyball. Well, the thought that goes into that, whether it be Moneyball or something else, is what makes teams like Oakland, Kansas City, these smaller tier teams able to compete. I, I just. It just kills me that if you go to the last 40 years, we can think every other sport, you can think of multiple dynasties. Baseball, no salary cap. The Yankees right. can buy their team every year. They can right. spend $400 million, same thing with the Dodgers. They might only win their division or not even win their division. Hmm. Ah, it just 
blows my mind. I feel like baseball should be the one where you have unlimited funds to spend. You think to your teams? You think it'd be a little more established, but but you know, it's a lot of these sports. People are more injured now than ever. Like it's crazy how many people are on the uh, the IL every time you turn around. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, and, and like NBA, like even though you have the load management now, like is it so- has it stopped the soft tissue injuries that keep happening? Like oh. it, like it's not helped any of this stuff. Like so, if you're looking for a career, um, get into sports medicine because you can you only have to be as good as a weatherman. That's it. <laughs> well, you gotta know how to. Ice some uh, ankles and knees. But that's easy stuff. Yeah. Go to your uh, community college today and get signed up. Well, I think that's enough uh, for this. I missed you guys last week, but I'm glad uh, Mr. Brown had a trip to Disney World. If you had to go again, would you go? Uh, No. Just like that. I wouldn't go either. Biggie, you're going, aren't you? Hap, hap, happiest place (laughs) on earth. Yeah. It's uh, the most expensive place on earth, uh, to some degree. Yeah, uh, at least you got to experience it. Hopefully, the kids had a, a decent time. But yeah, I don't blame you for not wanting to go back anytime soon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap up another episode of the We Don't Know Sports podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back next week as we don't have anything scheduled to disrupt business this time. Uh, but as always, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and we will see you next time. Bye bye.